everybody. Welcome to the Frankcast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. I'm so excited today to be talking about three more episodes of season three. And Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen's here. Hi, everybody. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, episode 22. And it's That's Midlife. And basically, in this episode, you have uh, Maxwell having his midlife crisis. And uh, he's frustrated because his play has flopped. He's gotten terrible reviews. And uh, and also, Fran beats him in tennis. And that's the tipping point. <laughs> and uh, so I think this one is pretty funny. What, did, what overall did you think about it, uh, Larry? Yeah, I think anytime you get somebody going through a midlife crisis, it sets up for a a fun time overall. (laughs) And it's always fun to get Maxwell out of his normal element. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Colleen? I thought this was a good one. Um, I laughed at the, the mix of guest stars, which were quite... You know, it's true. A weird combo, but <laughs> yes. it was it was funny and it brought me back. It ma- it made me <laughs> made me feel old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How about starting out at the uh, All Star Cafe? <laughs> that's something that we've probably all forgotten about. That uh, they uh, they had tried along with uh, Planet Hollywood. It was the same people uh, to do like a sports version oh. of. Uh, of yeah called the all-star cafe and uh and yeah it didn't do well i didn't <laughs> it know that a was hit. a real thing i knew yeah. about kind of hollywood obviously yeah i didn't know that it really existed yeah. i thought it was just some funny thing to bring tennis into it what what made me feel dated was audrey agassi and pete sampras and i'm like oh my goodness i remember those days because i used to mm-hmm. love andre agassi yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> Yeah, the the uh your big tennis fan, uh Larry, uh with Monica Sellis there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, look how how young she looks back in the day. Before uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously tragedy struck, so fun times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> I I really like the kind of dynamic between Fran and Maxwell in this episode and uh, she starts she's like inspired to start playing tennis and uh first she's playing with Brighton and and Maxwell is very cocky about his supposed tennis abilities and uh I I don't know I just I really like that whole dynamic it's pretty funny Mm mm-hmm it and, is funny. I Larry, real quick, do you play tennis? I've never really played. I've tear. I no, I never really did. I play a little bit, but I'm not very good. So yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> have to confess, I'm not good. <laughs> I I have a lazy eye, so I can't play tennis. Anything I get's got um, uh, the yeah, that kind of hand eye coordination is almost impossible for me to play. <laughs> I used to play racquetball, but I wasn't good at that either. But that was like more of a letting off steam thing, you know? Yeah, tennis, mm-hmm. uh, I, it always feels like it shouldn't be as exhausting as it is. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because it's, you know, you're not running these long distances, but you're just constantly moving. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's just it's like a, tennis, will, tennis will wear you down. It's a, it's a good, like, little... Uh, sweat sport though because you especially us amateurs you don't have ball boys and stuff (laughs) you are on the move (laughs) right (laughs) yeah uh the 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 thing about tennis too is is that you're right out there in the sun you know so i think that's part of what makes it exhausting that's why i was a little bit confused by her outfit which we'll get to but i was like ooh, right little short-sleeved like faux turtleneck that you're wearing to the tennis court i don't understand oh but. yeah that's <laughs> like, true it's like it's white of... but this is not really it's not <laughs> tennis material not really good for going to play tennis i would be dying 
That's true. You need certainly need some sunblock. That's for sure. New York, uh, humid summer. Like, oh god, I would die in that little short sleeve sweater. Yeah. Well, uh, so she also says to Mr. Sheffield that she has a cute little flirty moment where uh, she says, "You bet." And when we're done, how about a little tennis? (laughs) He says, "You want to play play with me?" you bet (laughs) uh we also i liked the line when uh when brighton uh says he can't go because he has to read to kill a mockingbird and she says two words for you blockbuster video (laughs) yeah i definitely have been there no (laughs) not with to kill a mockingbird i actually read that one but yeah that was a good one (laughs) Uh, well i guess when when i was coming up uh in high school we had like cliff notes already uh, oh so did we so oh we had them in paper version that you would buy okay (laughs) yeah i was like okay there were other ways other than just blockbuster but no (laughs) yeah no, it's true. I mean, I think I, it's how you can tell that To Kill Mockingbird is a great book is because that most people had to read it in high school and still like it and still because there's nothing like high school to suck the joy out of reading. <laughs> I never had to read it. Amazingly, now you never did. Huh? No, we had some weird. We had we had a weird. We had a very. I had a freshman and junior had the same English teacher, advanced English, oh, yeah. and he was um. He was kind of from the hippie generation. He was very eclectic and he picked some interesting and unusual things to read. So that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't get anything too. I mean, we read Brave New World. That was, that's kind of a classic, but it's pretty weird. Um, that's the strangest thing I can think of. But, um, and we read Watership Down, which I love uh, in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. um and that's kind of a is you know it's about the bunnies but i love it um <laughs> but uh but also i'd like to see in this you know with her she's going to have she's going to have uh her remains frozen is her plan and then she'll have the ultimate revival <laughs> which is funny and uh i like to see mr sheffield says you're amazing <laughs> this why push <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to know why why push <laughs> that was funny i thought <laughs> it was nice to see chester <laughs> yeah yeah he was cute too and hey, uh, i'm on board with mm-hmm. yep and uh, there's a pretty classic moment when when fran beats mr sheffield in tennis and they first get back and Niles says that he make him a cream of English tuckus. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mr. Sheffield says when, when your your uh, <laughs> your English tuckus will be canned. <laughs> so that's pretty that's funny. That, like, he's got no sense of humor. That's why his comedy's a flop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he says I was hoping this would be my cat's. <laughs> just ironic in in 2020 right it's such a different meaning now (laughs) yes uh so they talk about going to therapy and i also like that whole little bit between gracie and and fran you know when uh when gracie explains well she explained it i don't need to say it anymore that's funny there's just like a lot of fun dynamics in this episode and uh the uh they they go to therapy and they have dr joyce brothers is there mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh, do you think of that coin um like i said i thought it was just a weird combo even though it was like two different storylines per se her mm-hmm. she and monica Sellis. but yeah it was fine i mean she's had is she still living i have a, i don't know i've meant to look it up and i forget oh i was wondering check. Because I just um, used to see her on cameos all the time and stuff. You know, you'd see her on shows, different kinds. No, she passed away in 2013. Oh, okay. She was yeah. on um, The Golden Girls, right? Wasn't she on an episode of The Golden Girls? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was it was funny. 
it was funny that she was the 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 sub psychiatrist and not the real the you know the regular one the main one she was the fill-in psychiatrist i thought that was funny mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she was i think on hollywood squares for a while a long time that's kind of how and then she became kind of a kind of a dr laura kind of type of character you know figure mm-hmm. that people people knew and uh and of course fran knows all the other people's books instead of her book <laughs> yeah and uh she i don't know if she really they she she's uh you really see her power as a psychiatrist in this episode i don't know how helpful no, no, she really no, is there was really nothing that happened in that episode. <laughs> no. nothing was resolved at all actually yeah, I think that Fran does a better job outside their uh, apartment than than Joyce does. But nevertheless, it was kind of novel, I think, having her. And uh, so, the, yeah, they end up at Fran's house and uh, you, you have Maxwell getting a Porsche and he's going to quit the theater and he's got this jeans and black shirt with a oh, usa jacket really he looked terrible i hated the, the jeans i hated it <laughs> yeah dies his gray streak oh that was funny her reaction was so hilarious yeah. what the hell is wrong with you that was my gray streak i caused it and it was mine to remove <laughs> that was so funny also you have sylvia making slim fast with ice cream that was hilarious i wrote that down because i'm like that is just totally defeats the purpose of slim fast <laughs> I don't know, it a, yeah it was a cute moment of her being like yeah it just gives it a little body <laughs> i was like no, no it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> And I also like, she says, well, marry him. And he says, I was like going to help him. Who cares? Better. We should be happy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Then they have this long kind of conversation, Fran and Max. And, you know, he says, I had a privileged upbringing. I had everything. Uh in my advantage and look what i've done and she says well you're the most successful person i know and uh and she i I thought it was funny when she says that uh that i tried to cover the suede chair with a magic marker a huge failure oh yeah (laughs) laugh Mm -hmm. and it was actually very sweet though when Fran basically says, like, you were left all by yourself with nobody to love you, and yet you've, like, who had, and yet I had all of a loving family and home who, who is the one with the privileged upbringing? I thought that was a sweet moment. As mm-hmm. her mother launches frozen foods at her head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she's like, am I bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> so- no, no, raspberry jam. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And they go for a ride in this like broke down Porsche. I was like, oh my gosh, where did you get this from, Maxwell? It should not. Even if you're like gunning it, um, it should not have broken down like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like when it does happen, uh, her like, I just had a flashback to my ex-boyfriend <laughs> line. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. I was so cute. She's like, "You're completely dysfunctional." <laughs> uh, it's just cute, and I love their dynamic together. It's so sweet, and I, I think it's true. Like we, we see sometimes that the people that have you know maybe material possessions are somehow happier when that may not be the case like <laughs> that that a loving family doesn't necessarily require uh like you can be pr- a privileged upbringing uh can be maybe more privileged from a family that you know has that doesn't have the the things that maxwell would have had mm-hmm. 
So I like I thought that was sweet. <laughs> I I liked also with Joyce when uh, she says he'll, he'll be he'll be wanting to prove his virility and the next gorgeous young thing to cross his path. Out of my way, Joy. <laughs> That's funny. <Yeah. laughs> and she also says a lot of people with your upbringing would have sat back with the jet setters. That would have been my route. <laughs> I did also love Niles, like when he's talking to Cece, with her talking about freezing herself. And he tells her nobody wanted to see the original who would want to see it come back. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I I also liked uh, Maxwell to Cece when she, he says uh, uh, that you, uh, you should... Uh, do what you did when you were young and now says oh there's so little call for civil war nurses <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I also like the very beginning when maxwell's like listing off uh niles's entire life right <laughs> and now, right how you feeling now sir <laughs> right <laughs> Or Fran, even, being like, there are people in this room far less privileged. Look at Niall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good, too. It's just a funny episode. It really, really is. And uh, there's not that much fashion in this. It starts out, she's wearing a a green suit skirt, fluorescent green, at the um, sports all-star cafe. Uh, and uh, it's Donna Karen. It's, and it, I could have lived with the jacket and the suit, the suit, but then I saw the shoes and I was mortified. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the shoes made it too much. <laughs> what do you think of that, Larry? Uh, I didn't remember the shoes actually, so I was like, "Yeah, that's cute enough." The bright little skirt suit, lots of skirt suits, so there wasn't yeah. too much yeah. room to go terribly wrong in these three episodes. So, no, actually, yeah. I thought this was a pretty strong fashion. Yeah, movie. there was a there was a miss here or there, but overall, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not minding really much of what she's wearing for once." So, yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then she has the white shorts and the. Uh, the tank and the white feather coat from Diesel. Except for that, that the short, like you said, I don't, I don't like it. I wouldn't wear it if I was like had her figure. I would never wear a cutoff top like that, and I would never wear white shorts. And it just wasn't a tennis outfit. You just needed the regular tennis outfit. Yeah, I was like, little tennis outfits are so cute too. Yeah, like, you they're get real such cute. Cute little outfits that I was like, oh, this is what they chose to give her for like a cute little tennis outfit. Uh, it's and then she comes back in with that huge white fur coat. <laughs> so I was like, what in the world where are you what time of year are you playing tennis at outside oh my gosh i did really like her hair though in the those things it was, yeah it was cute i liked her hair i did she just had so uh, much of it i was like oh my god i know those are huge but um yeah um and so then black and white checkered skirt suit with gold buttons and a red turtleneck and this is Margitha Le Escada. Is called oh, Escada. That's a, yeah. that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final outfit was a pink striped print suit jacket uh, with, it had a pink shirt and shorts. This was a cute little outfit. They should be doing a lot of those uh, shorts lately. Uh, and this is Christian LeCrow is the name of the designer. So. There we go. I liked the bright pink. Even with that kind of weird stripe pattern, I thought I thought it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cute. I like her in the bright colors when they get her in the... I like the shorts because it's just general easier to move around. You know, you don't have to worry so much about <laughs> crossing your legs and all those things women have to worry about. You know, like yeah. it's just easier. Yeah, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to wear nylons either. Uh, which is a win. <laughs> yeah. So, Colleen, what would you give this? One at one to ten. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with an eight. All right, eight or eight point five. Um, let's do eight point five because I thought there was some good stuff for this one. Mm-hmm. Larry, what about you? Yeah, I would go with. I'm going to go 8.5 too. I'm going I'm to I'm lean on the nice side too. All right. I'll agree. 8.5. Wow. Yeah. 
let's do it. Yeah, it'd be really good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, okay, so then the next episode is the Cantor show. So this is one where we actually see Fran and Sylvia going to Temple, and there is a new Cantor at the Temple, and uh, he starts uh, dating Fran, and uh, <laughs> it turns out he has a beautiful singing voice, and. Uh, he ends up getting hired by Maxwell to be in his new show. And that makes Sylvia very upset because they've stolen the canter. And I think this episode is really funny. I really enjoy it. Uh, it has some really good Sylvia moments. And I think that's part of why it's so funny. Um, but uh, what did what did you overall think of it, Larry? Yeah, I definitely think Sophia is the star of this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a really funny gags in here with the church and the cantor. <laughs> yeah. What do you agree, Colleen? I do. Yeah, I like this one. It was it was a good one. I I just crack up at Sylvia. Some of the things she does just blow my mind sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe you get away with saying this, but I know it's just fake, but still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm also like, I... Uh... She's taking a page out of Fran's book a little bit this episode. Because I usually do like a lot of what Sylvia wears. I don't know. Because maybe because, again, I like the, like, skirt suits. And she wears a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. But she went with some bold and bright skirt suits into the church, into the temple. <laughs> yeah. like, whoa. She did. Some, <laughs> some loud outfits for temple, Sylvia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and uh, the... The, when she is eating BLT and, and ham sandwiches in the temple, <laughs> that like, was, what was like, oh my gosh. She pulls it out and that? hands it to Mackie. Don't eat <laughs> it until you get to the parking lot. <laughs> and she pulls out that BLT. What? Nobody yeah. can see us. We're basically like in what? She's Siberia like, back here. Yeah. She's like, I could throw a luau. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I so also love at the beginning when she's kind of talking to Fran and that woman shushes them. She says, calm down, it's Hebrew. What are you, afraid you missed something? Yeah. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we kind of forget that how groundbreaking in a way this was. I mean, they never had Temple in another show before. They never had mm-hmm. the you know jewish life depicted in in even in a comedic way but it's it was just something that you didn't see on television and uh so the fact that that fran insisted they make that part of her character and uh you know use yiddish words and you know make it a part of of who she was i think is really cool and uh it 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 makes for some some really funny fresh uh jokes mm-hmm. and yeah and the cancer uh is uh bert Bacharach is there oh with, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> with uh, he is uh he's putting on a gonna put on a show for with uh maxwell and cc I will yeah. say, I think it's funny because they have that gig with, like, that little bit with him and, like, going back and forth with Hamlish. And uh-huh. I personally am way more familiar with Burt Bacharach, so, and his work than I am with Hamlish and his work. 
I had to look it up because I knew he's done a ton, but I didn't realize he started like a lot of it with Dionne Warwick. Yeah, I think probably that's why I know because I, you know, I'm I'm an old school like soul RB. That's like my main, my main genre that I'm (laughs) educated on when it comes (laughs) to classics. So that's probably why because I I know Dionne Warwick very well. (laughs) So personally, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Backrack, I know you more than I know Hamlet's work. (laughs) I know. Well, I think in the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think in the Broadway community, yes, yes. Marvin Hamlish is a bigger name. Yeah. Yeah. I know Bacharach, like one of my favorite 80s songs is the Arthur's theme. He wrote, oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. know that song? Yeah. Moon in New York. Yeah, that's a great song. He wrote that. He wrote, oh, a ton of stuff. And, he, and then he got into a partnership with someone else, Carol Bear Sager. So a lot of hits. Well, we get, we get Say a Little Prayer. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, sung by the. You like the canter? I was pretty good voice. Would you was just? Were you just swept off your feet by him and that say a little prayer moment, Rachel? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would have won me over. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Kaznoff, uh, he had a nice voice, I thought, and uh, and that is a very attractive quality. A guy can sing. Woo. Oh I yeah. <laughs> For sure. really it's just it's just yeah it's really i mean in you don't want to i mean in real life you wouldn't want to be having goo goo eyes at your cantor or your priest or whoever you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean but it's like it's uh, in a count in you know in non in a fictional yeah. thing it's funny yeah cantor who's like ready to just drop the church for the fame life know. you know so right. i just love how upset sylvia is at them taking the cantor away it was so funny and- oh my gosh when fran tells her ma you just take those glasses off you're not like me you have a very distinctive voice you can't hide all right i oh, oh we forgot at the beginning i do like it when she says francis to gracie it's it's only friday night services we aren't fleeing at a, oh, at a yeah. tevka <laughs> she calls her julia child right. <laughs> excuse me ma'am are you julia child <laughs> Like, yeah oh she also says denials about tax the taxes or taxes well i don't know mr 14 dependents <laughs> so niles is getting a little shady on his taxes definitely uh yeah and, uh, <laughs> like i also like that sylvia takes the covers off the couch <laughs> for the canter oh gosh and then the rabbi yeah Marty, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Don't get the gravy boat away from the rabbi. <laughs> no wonder she has the covers on the couch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I might have killed the rabbi. Like, I might, it might have been just too much for me at that point. Like, no rabbi, you can't eat. I'm sorry, you have to sit in the corner. <laughs> no more for you. Yeah, there's a great uh, comedy album whatever from uh, uh, ray romano where he talks about his mom and he's like her entire house is waiting for an event that has never happened yeah uh and uh this is waiting for chichi or the uh, or the pope <laughs> <laughs> gosh but, i did um, love when she like threatened that woman in the, in the temple too <laughs> If we weren't in temple right now, I'd kill you or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and CC is funny about the whole about the understudy. It was like, well, the understudy is terrible. Oh yeah, not <laughs> you didn't even ask how he is. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you didn't ask how he's doing. <laughs> but uh, and she she doesn't get the uh, the uh, the contract signed with uh yeah the canter is quick to 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 move on yes his big dream he's pretty quick to to move on he's not even doing the show see that's where i I was like you know oh come on like he wouldn't get this role without the show happening first like you would need even with the like oh this new star sounds great you would need to see them perform their first ever show for yeah (laughs) for you get this grand tv deal but (laughs) (laughs) but there is a funny joke though about is andrew Lloyd weber god he's like oh my gosh where sylvia like curses them 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and also, so Fran uh, gets $300 or $500, something like that, from the uh, from her luggage. And so she thinks, uh, sh- she gets the check, and she thinks that, that maybe that that's what has her cursed. And so she gives the, the check to the, to the temple. And, uh, so hopefully that will remove the curse. And, uh, was that woman and, in the church or in the temple, the one of those women that was out there in the last episode that was uh, engaged, like running around, like swarming Maxwell. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that last episode. I just, uh, I, I don't know. She looks kind of familiar, but you know they do style them similarly, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Well, I also I like uh, when uh, when Maxwell gets frustrated with Frey, and he's like, "I let you get involved every time. I let you get involved in my life." <laughs> it's good. And Meanwhile, this I was kind of like, oh, this is why Maxwell did not want to make you partner, CC. I do feel like <laughs> you have some big blunders every now and again, CC. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, well, yes, and then so Fran ends off the episode praying for to find find her a doctor. <laughs> Pray to find me a doctor. Uh, but uh, we got so this one the fashion. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh well, oh Niles, this is it's your worst nightmare. Why don't you stop announcing yourself? <laughs> I'll be out of a job. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Um, but uh, so the fashion she starts with a black long sleeve sparkly dress with a lot of headbands in this episode how do you feel about headbands i was confused by the yeah i like the headbands too um particularly to start i really liked how her hair looked with that little headband in the first outfit i i was really confused by this outfit though it almost looked like a black like turtleneck and pants with uh like a corset yeah that's what i wrote like it looked i don't know what was going on but it was kind of i don't know it was a it was strange even if you're like trying to pick up a man at temple it just seemed it was a really strange outfit to me yeah Mm -hmm. it was different i mean it wasn't Uh, ugly per se it was just it was just strange Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and uh, they didn't have many of the fashion on the instagrams uh this time but they had a couple but uh, but the then she had a white skirt suit with orange and fuchsia flowers, and I thought that was that was pretty cute. It was all right. It was it was there. Yeah, <laughs> pattern. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, a silver sparkly blazer and a uh, black uh, and skirt with a black turtleneck. I really liked this that yeah. sparkly blazer. Yeah, yeah I did beautiful. Too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're all just so gaudy. We're like, oh yeah, we like this silver glittery. It looked, it looked classy, though. I mean, it's not like yeah. you wear it to work, but it looked classy. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. And uh, she had the black headband, another headband there. Um, and then she wore a black and white diamond shirt, and this was Isaac Mizrahi, I guess. Loved and, that blouse. The blouse yeah. was that. Oh my! Was yeah, that the I love that. Yeah. And it had this oversized black and white jacket that went oh. with it. And uh, yeah, it was a good look for her. And Sylvia was kind of matching her too. Yeah. Like Sylvia also had like a black and white and then she had that scarf wrapped around her head. This was her incognito look. But I was, I thought it was cute that they both kind of were matching each other. Yeah. But yeah, Sam then- looked great in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then she had another black and white outfit with that was a short uh shorts suit yeah, like outfit that was yeah cute too mm-hmm. uh that um uh that had she had a black belt black turtleneck black nylons with it and so it was pretty cute and then she ends it off with this pink skirt suit with silver buttons white nylons gold and it was dolce gabbana mm. and a black headband so yeah it was i don't know i just i think this one is really funny i think it has a lot of funny jokes and you get good moments from pretty much every character which is always fun uh so i i think i will 
give this one an 8.5 as well. Um, what about you, Colleen? I'm going to go with an 8. It was just slightly under the other one, in my view. Mm-hmm. What about you, Larry? Uh, I'm going to go with an 8.5 as well. I'll go with Rachel on this one. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right. So the next episode is called Green Card. <clears throat> and in this episode, Fran hires a French tutor for Brighton. And he ends up, uh, they end up dating and he ends up proposing and it turns out he's just after the green card and Fran and I mean not Fran uh Max and and the tutor uh do not get along and they, they have a, a lot of disagreements between the British and the French <laughs> and uh overall Colleen what do you think of this one um this was probably my least favorite but i still liked it 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 Mm -hmm. still had a lot of good moments yeah i and you get you have two kisses from max and fran in this one yeah which is i'm a big fan of uh (laughs) what do you think of it larry yeah this was another one i instantly as soon as i saw the french tutor i remembered the shut the door thing uh yes i don't know why that's something that is one of those weird little moments that just stuck in my head with the nanny um but yeah i think it's a pretty fun one as well like we said earlier it was a a good trio of episodes yeah and i liked uh the i liked maxwell and when he's and fran when he's saying about his friend who's getting a divorce and he's like i i i will never i'm not gonna remarry until after my kids are grown up and fran's like um are you sure about that (laughs) that was funny i like that between them and uh and that fran says she's gonna be she's gonna you know hire be diligent hire a good tutor and everything like that and then she sees him and says you're hired <laughs> how did you feel about the french tutor colleen yeah. no, not for you I, he wasn't i mean he was good looking but i wasn't maybe because i knew the backs i knew what the episode was about i feel like i just couldn't i was already <laughs> passing judgment on him like the looks didn't do enough for me. Oh, okay. And that well, French accent doesn't swoon. No, you. it does not. <laughs> I, well, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a British accent. Like I think Charles uh-huh. Shaughnessy's accent is way sexier. Yeah. And I love Australian too. Those are my two. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I could. Uh, I I I mean, obviously, we like Maxwell better because we know him. But I do. I like a, a French accent. I could be charmed. I've just finished uh watching emily in paris and that had some nice french uh french accents and french french men so in general are you two uh accent people yeah i think so i mean they're an accent that does not work for you though at all like almost ever well, one thing that's bad about me is this: sometimes I can be horrible at understanding like yes. people with accents, and it's it's awful, and I hate it. And I, I try to do better and improve, but I mean, if that's it's the only thing that thick, in real I, life it can be awkward because well, I can't understand. Even in this episode, it. I mean, I know he was overplaying it, but I was like, "Woo!" Some of those. <laughs> Sometimes that accent was <laughs> thick in this episode to where yeah, like, nobody yeah. can understand that. I mean, the way he's speaking is like, whoa. I work with a lot of people who are from from other countries and they are sometimes hard to understand. It depends on who it is. But a lot of people from. I'm just 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 I'm yeah. tr- I am generalizing and not being offensive, but a lot of people from Japan and China. I was gonna say um, I think it's a lot of Asian countries. Just Asian countries, I have a hard time with their yeah. acts, like their original language is so far removed from English to yeah. us, you know. So them trying to adapt to English is is a pretty big jump. I think I, I think that's what it yeah. is with a lot of Asian is yeah. they're not rooted in that same Germanic 
language. So it's such a leap to get from English to most of them that I... I under I guess I just understand yeah. the, the problem trying to yeah because I, mean, I look at most Asian languages and I'm like oh my gosh so I can just imagine trying to go from their original language to English is like oh my god and they're not all alien. it's not all equal either no. like I know a woman from I know someone who lives in Tokyo I mean a native and she's she speaks amazing English you know like, oh, yeah, like I mean, you wouldn't course. know. Um, she, so you just don't know. Yeah, particularly the R's are are hard for mm-hmm. uh for uh the for Japanese uh speakers to to say the I mean the whole joke in a Christmas story the I have the worst. My so my <laughs> manager is Vietnamese and she she was born in Vietnam. They were like little refugees actually, but um she moved over here. She was like four years old. So she if you hear her speak, she has no accent at all. But her obviously her parents did, uh, or her mom is still alive, so her mom does. But and her sister, who I just met, and her sister, they grew up in Oklahoma. So my one co-worker was like, wow, that's something I've never heard before because her sister distinctly has still that like Vietnamese accent, but also has like a a Midwestern accent. (laughs) So she's like, I've never heard somebody with that like speaking style and accent before (laughs) that blend. (laughs) But she is the... I will say this. I, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody make fun of... Asian accents more than my manager, my Vietnamese manager. <laughs> yeah. She she's the one that is like, yeah. Sometimes I'll just have my ex husband say like "girl" just because it entertains me. <laughs> oh I'm like, oh my god! Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, well, listen. I mean, it's the age old. You can't make fun of us, but we can make fun of ourselves. So you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're you're the only way you get away with the jokes that she tells is because she comes from within the group, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, I liked uh, I, I like Maxwell when he is jealous. I think he's lots so... of jealous moments over yeah. these last yeah. two episodes. I know. I love it. And uh and I it was such a funny moment when Philippe says only good thing to come out of your country is Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh I love that. Gosh. That was so funny. And uh the way and, the way that she gets between them, oh my gosh. Again, talk about like some good sexual innuendo jokes, but uh <laughs> yeah, when she's like holding him back. Yeah, there was some really funny Niles moments in this episode too. Like, I, like, I, but I was surprised when he said that he had the joke about wanting to perfect his Swedish meatballs. So Mr. Sheffield sent him to IKEA because I don't know why I didn't even know IKEA was around in the nineties. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Now that you mentioned, yeah, it. I thought it was United States. Yeah, I thought it was more. Uh, more recent than that yeah. i didn't realize i didn't know that they were still you know known for their meatballs <laughs> yeah they are it's they still sell them i haven't yeah. been since covid hit but yeah they still have their little food area yeah yeah uh, and they she says to cc go to india you'd be sacred oh my gosh <laughs> that was funny <laughs> um and yeah the, the yeah then the, the like squabbling between max and philippe it's a snail eater your queen looks like a man <laughs> i love that that's, that's the one so that like funny. shit maxwell up though that he didn't really have a rebuttal for your queen looks <laughs> like a man like <laughs> uh also that he that niles tells tells philippe that cc's name is caca i died when he walked in and it's like hello caca (laughs) and cc's face of confusion that was so funny. I, and then when Niles is watching and he comes in and says, did Kaka do a no-no in the kitchen? <laughs> I'm like, so stupid, but oh my God, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> like everything to do with Cece and that Kaka stuff I thought was so funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also I love Niles when 
when uh, Mr. Sheffield says, I've been known to turn a few heads in my day. And he says, you're a brick house. <laughs> no, just the way he says it is yeah. funny. It's like that song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, so Philippe proposes, and Francis, some men are in touch with their feelings. And uh, it's just those carrots. Uh, And, uh, and. Oh my gosh. How did you feel about Sylvia and her talking about like the Statue of Liberty? (laughs) Yeah. That was hilarious. Thank you for your lovely statue. The modeling of it, pretending yeah. to be, and I yeah. was like, "Oh my god!" With her hand in the air, that, that was like the the best part of it. It's her like yeah. stance as she talks. Yeah, and then and we put it in the harbor so everyone could see it. <laughs> and then a, a classic Sylvia moment of just being like, you know, oh, good thing we're not big eaters. As she grabs like this humongous uh, bear claw, like cinnamon roll, whatever it was. <laughs> walks out <laughs> uh yes and uh, uh the uh the the i liked also the when fran says uh the it's a val this is what val says whatever happened to the one that uh mr sheffield liked the tutor mr sheffield liked nanette and uh and francis no no <laughs> right on the broadway show uh so yeah there were a lot of funny jokes and like i said we get a uh we get two kisses between max and france so that's exciting yeah um mm-hmm. some little moments i loved earlier in the episode when fran is <laughs> turns up the heat in the house <laughs> and right. miles is like bugging her and she's like oh would you leave me alone i'm checking out the tutor's credentials <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Or she tells um, Margaret when the guy greets Brighton and kisses him on the cheeks. And Maggie's like, oh shit. And I say hello. And Fran tells her, aren't you failing Italian? And Margaret's like, no. Well, shouldn't you be? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think you should be? She's like, oh. <laughs> and then, of yeah. course, like I said, I love at the end when she's just like, when he tells her that shit the door or uh, whatever. She's just like, oh man is obsessed with shutting the door like yeah in the world yeah he's like i love all women (laughs) yes uh so yeah because he kisses cc and that's pretty funny um and she loves it she's like no no and holds out her other arm yeah (laughs) uh so this one has a lot of fashion we had a lot so it starts out with a uh um, it, she's wearing a blazer with it's called the it's Christian the Crew uh, poster pop art blazer with all these posters I on it. I like that a lot. It was very now that you say pop art, it's very Andy Warholish. Yeah, yeah, they that's a good bag. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and a uh, black skirt, and then she was wearing a black and white mini dress from abs collection uh with a black belt uh which looks good she uh, she had two actually black and white outfits um a uh, black and white and then had like a squared top with a big collar and black sleeves and a black mini skirt and this was cachet designer Um, and then she has a red mini dress, uh, black and with a black and red bow. Uh, this, I think it's a pretty, pretty iconic look. You see it around. Um, and it was sweetheart neckline. And uh, this uh, was, uh, I think she looked very, you know, she looks good. I did not like this, actually. You didn't like I didn't that one? Either. I thought it was dated. It felt <sighs> dated. Know. It felt 90s. So that sweetheart strapless neckline i think is such a it can work but it's i don't know i just i i prefer her with a different silhouette it works on a wedding gown for a lot of women but it doesn't yeah, necessarily work on a regular know. dress yeah especially with like a mini dress that's in that with that neckline I don't, it looks straight i think it works better with a full length gown with that sweetheart strapless top but I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan of this little. Movie. Or if it put spaghetti straps on it or something, that would have added to it. I think. Something. Kind of, I don't know. The draping of that red bow was also kind of weird to me. I don't know. It just it wasn't my favorite. Hmm. Yeah i I thought it was cute. I liked it. This won't be a surprise. That dress is Moschino. Moschino. <laughs> oh, 
Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite. Um, okay. And then she has a black and white print skirt suit. And that was Todd Oldham. Oldham. That was cute. It was like a grayish pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. And then she had a black and red striped kind of shiny skirt, which I really liked mm-hmm. on the diagonal um, with black turtleneck, black tights. That was also Todd Oldham. Love that skirt. Yeah, it was really good. And then she has a white suit with black panels, silver buttons, and it had no shirt underneath for once. No turtleneck underneath. <laughs> I had a, a, a black skirt, black nylons. This was also Todd Oldham. So all three of the final looks were Todd Oldham. Todd Oldham just coming through. Yeah. With the, skirt suits, cousin, the skirts in general, but. Cousin Toddy coming through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so again i like this one i think it's it's really fun uh i i i'm gonna give this one an eight uh what about you larry yeah i think eight is fair i'll go there all right colleen what do you think Um, you know i originally said it was a little bit less than the other one Uh once but then i'm like the caca stuff and the stuff for liberty i don't know maybe i i guess i'll go with an eight too i feel like it's it's good yeah so pretty so good this no. i know all three episodes getting over an eight from all three of us that's pretty rare <laughs> pretty rare i'll see so. you last next week well, <laughs> yeah. next week so there's yeah so next week we have two episodes. We'll finish off season three and kind of give our season three thoughts. And uh, it's a pretty important, especially the finale uh, is a pretty important episode that the entire season four uh, is, it kind of hangs on. So it'll be, I think we'll have a lot to talk about and that will be really good. So I'm excited and yeah, we'll dive into season four and uh, so Larry where can people find you you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well as YouTube all at LC Screen Talk great and Colleen I am um, on um, Twitter and Instagram at L-E-L-E 44094 and our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993 great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes so check that out got a lot of reviews going and make sure you're following the homeworkies podcast where we just did our lifetime preview this last week and including fran's upcoming new movie we previewed it the christmas setup so make sure you check out that it was really fun the preview show uh so we have lots going on christmas has officially started in the world of the homeworkies podcast so <laughs> so it's very exciting so uh yeah and and you can follow us uh as a podcast on twitter at frankcast 14 we'd love to have your thoughts and uh thanks so much everybody and uh, we'll uh we'll talk to you all later next week bye everyone bye, bye.